think we're recording. You think? I don't know. Hold on. What did I say? Yeah, we're good. We're in there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Tanner Rich Podcast. Golly, you were loud. Are we? You were. I wasn't. I am. I'm not loud. I'm loud now. The intro is loud. Let's try Let's try that again. You ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to the Big Tanner Rich Podcast. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> huh. uh, Chemistry, baby. Chemistry. <laughs> Let me tell you what to say without telling you what to say. Let me tell you what to say. Oh, man. What's going on, Rich? Man, just uh, getting kind of pumped up for... Well, it feels like spring is starting here in Nashville. The weather's too nice. We got a lot going on and a lot waiting on, but kind of excited about it. Some some opportunities might be coming up. We had a good meeting Sunday talking about the future of the podcast, which we'll tell in a little bit of detail over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, we got Super Bowl right around the corner. Right there. It's not too yeah. far away. Actually, it's this weekend, so I don't know why yeah. I said it's not too far away. It's literally <laughs> it's right Sunday. here. Right. Sunday. Right. <laughs> Sunday. 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 I think. Um, I think there's more outside, like outside noise in the Super Bowl right now than there is about the actual game. You know, whether you want to say that's Taylor Swift or you want to say it's Usher or just all the media stuff, all the just, you know, I, I feel I, like I, there's more stuff outside of the actual game right now than there to, usually is i have to disagree with you completely oh really I, I, like i don't this might be one of the quietest like pre-super bowl like storyline super bowls there's just like a whole lot of nothing there's like two or three things and that's about it i mean you can go the taylor swift and travis kelsey route you can go like there's no kind of NFL controversy or anything like that. It's pretty boring. Even like <laughs> Vegas, Vegas is just it's not a whole lot's going on. They pretty much got all the players locked down um, as far as what they can and can't do. Um, I guess the only real this football might get bit by a coyote. Yeah, I don't think it was. Yo, <laughs> that actually was loud. That was. I, I did it all. Kenny's coming in with a hot mic. <laughs> what up, dude? Not much, man. What the hell you, can be the ti- you can be the tiebreaker on this conversation. Um, Richard, now if I'm wrong, Richard, if I quote you incorrectly, please step, okay. on, step on my feet. All right. Richard all right. says there is a, a lot of outside noise, not so much inside noise with the Super Bowl this year. And what I said... I disagree with him where I don't think hmm? there's really that much noise at all around the Super Bowl at all. I think like it's pretty, noise? like storylines, different things that are coming out, publicity, new stories. What's outside noise versus inside noise? Like well, inside being from the teams and outside oh, being okay. from like outside stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like hearing more about instead of the, like the team and stuff, I'm hearing more like, you know, about Taylor Swift, about, you know, Usher and all the performances and all the people that are in Vegas. And it's just like kind of expected, I guess, a little bit for like all these celebrities and all these people in Vegas, everybody doing their shows in Vegas. And it's just like this, you know, huge spectacle that it is. Um, But I'm not really like I'm seeing more of that than actually paying attention to anything revolved with either team. And um, see where I, I'm like, I, it's just been one of the quietest Super Bowls I've ever paid attention to. It it has it has been very quiet, that's for sure. But I, I I would I would say that I am hearing a lot less about the actual game. If, if yeah. we're talking about that's what any, I mean, if we're talking about oh, any okay. news that's pertaining fair. That's fair. any news pertaining to the Super Bowl, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A, a lot of it hasn't been about the actual game itself. That's what right. I'm saying. Well. Well, the only the only real storyline, I guess, going into this is is this this kind of cements Patrick Mahomes as one of the greats. Oh yeah, um, that's the only real like <clears throat> Big J journalism storyline. There's as nothing much as else. I dislike him. I mean, the Brock Purdy thing is. I think that's still huge. It, I don't, but I think it's been drugged into the ground. I mean, he's well, already it, proven it, he's you know. Yeah. 
you that storyline during that's a good regular season storyline. There's not much I guess, after that. I guess I and, would say it's more of a it's more of a storyline if they win, and it's like all right, yeah, like, yeah. Then it gets revamped, right? But this puts, I, I did see something for Brock Purdy that I thought was pretty funny. Is there? It was a. Uh, it was NFL memes. They do a pretty good job of like just making comical stuff of the NFL. And it was a picture, I guess it was his, his media photo of him for the Super Bowl. And it said, why does this look like a kid <laughs> modeling a Halloween, a 49ers Halloween costume versus the actual starting quarterback? Damn. And yeah, I was like, wow, that's, it's true. It does look like that. But, but like with that, I mean, the only like, there's nothing really else that's. I mean, but there's the so many great players that are in this game, though. But that's the other part. These teams are both built to not give you anything. Like I, I hate to say this, but they're following the, the the Patriots. They don't give them anything. I mean, Patrick Mahomes' biggest controversy this year was going after the referees, but yeah. come to find out, he did that just so he wouldn't go after his wide receivers. I you mean, know, he went after the referees instead of talking about how bad his. He, he has not said one negative thing about any of his, of his receivers all year long. I mean, props to him, yeah. Because if like, that was like Aaron Rodgers, it would be a different. Yeah. I mean, he may not. He may not be like somebody I want to hang out with, but I'll, he's a great teammate. I'll say that. I'll say that about him. He takes up for his guys. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, I wonder how much of that is. Well, is him or Andy Reid? I don't know. I think it's Andy Reid teaching them. Yeah. Andy Reid's probably like, we'll take care of it in-house. Yeah, you, de- you definitely do have to be a certain type of person to not say that shit out loud. Yeah, well, I least, mean, he hadn't slipped in, up. At, at least in the public eye. I mean, look at like look, his, look how they handled t- uh, t- whatever his name is. I can't Tony. Even, yeah, look how they handled him. Who? Kadarius Tony. Kadarius oh. Tony. They, don't, they said nothing about him. He's a healthy. He's been a healthy scratch in the playoffs. Yeah, he's the only one that said anything. He's like, they said he something said, about they were giving him. I forget what they said. They were giving him time for for something. He said he, he wasn't hurt. He's healthy. They're just saying he's hurt. Right, and bro, yeah, they just gave you a pass. You're gonna shut win. Yeah, so, so shut up. That's when you shut up. Yeah, I mean they've and been if doing you're not this. Hurt, you act like you're hurt. <laughs> And you take your ring if they win, and you shut up. They've been doing this for garbage-ass receivers forever. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster has a ring. You know, they are the make-a-wish for horrible wide receivers. <laughs> make-a-wish. Yeah. I well, mean, they really that, are. That's the thing. Like, good good quarterbacks will make mediocre I, wide receivers better. I think so. But the, what's crazy is, is I think Rice is going to pan out. I think Rice, oh, yeah. Yeah. Rice is good. Rice he is, is yeah. a dog. You yeah, know, they, they, they hit on him for sure. But I've been also, happy about my. But he might actually have a really good game. That could that could be somebody to watch. You know, who? Yeah, Rashi Rice. Rice you know, Super Bowl. Who, I'll, I'm, y'all want to hear a sneaky? I do like a sneaky pick. I can't bet on it being in Charlotte, but <laughs> I like <laughs> Scantling anytime touchdown. Valdez. I like Valdez. Valdez shows we, up in the playoffs. Can we, do, can we also do Valdez for a a, a, a reception over a certain amount of yardage? Mm. He's probably low. He's probably low yardage too. Can we do Valdez? I mean, he had the like, one in like, the AFC Valdez? Championship. Yeah, can we do Valdez for one catch over thirty yards? Thirty six. You're the only one that has a gambling app that works right now. You're the I'm one that saying. can see can it's we? True. You're, you you can answer that can we? Yeah. I mean, I know, can. I know, I know. We probably can. I'm just saying. Well, maybe it's more more or less a, a should we? Uh, dude, I, mean, I don't. I like. We want to do sorry. some live bets right now. Let's go. I'm sorry. I love Scantling this game. I don't know why, but I love him. <laughs> is it the Scantling Bowl? I think he just shows up in the playoffs. I think he's just one of those receivers that is just like those unsung heroes that you never he had expect. A, if I remember correctly, the year Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl, he had a pretty good game against them. If I remember correctly, now they Scantling, yeah, because he was on the Green Bay roster at that point. Green Bay and who in the Super Bowl? No, in the playoffs, Richard, when Tampa huh. Bay won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. See, that's where I get <clears throat> confused. Yeah. So I heard Super they, Bowl. They and... beat they beat Green Bay in Green Bay, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because they right. had to go on the road the whole time. Because they beat the Saints, then they beat the Packers. Yeah. The only home game they had was 
the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Staged. Uh, also, did, now you're know. saying scripted, Kenny? Yeah. Uh, that one was. That one was. <laughs> they, they were the first team to get a cocaine ring, too, and not even hide it remotely. Because the Man, top. On the boat? Ring. No, the top screws off of the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying now. They're like, I was yeah. thinking of the, the party on the boats that they um, had. No, dude, that was crazy. That was an epic Super Bowl parade dude. slash party. Oh, dude, that was insane. <laughs> the Braves put, put, put on a pretty good one after they won the World Series, but you can't, you can't, them, didn't the, didn't the, didn't go in the water almost? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lombardi? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the the guy's daughter who makes the or who created the Lombardi Trophy was like, they're deep oh yeah, she threw a fit that, about it. Yeah, that's like crap. Man, come on, that's what it's about, bro. It's not the Bible, <laughs> or it's not the <laughs> but no the it's not the Ten Command the actual Ten Commandments, dude. It's, right. inter- it's, it's yeah. not the Declaration it's, of it's, right. It's a it's a middle football. It's a football trophy. <laughs> come on, dude. The the interview with Brady after they got off the boats was epic. Yeah, because he was hammered. Yeah, that's when everybody, that dude. That's when that's when most of America was like, Tom Brady's not such a bad guy. They're like, we love Tom Brady now. But then they found out he was drinking avocado vodka. But it was his vodka, right? Yeah, I believe it. Steady is. entrepreneur. Or he had a uh, he had some money in that brand of vodka. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody would be mad with it about that because that sounds absolutely <sighs> par for the course. Yeah, I just think it's more of him being stereotypical. It's not like it like they don't hate on him. It just gets it's just one of those things that gets on your nerves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well, just always, like, I mean, yeah. for me it didn't bother me cuz it was like everybody always assumed he was like this super clean eating buttoned up guy, never never drank, never did this and then nice him just toasted. <laughs> I respect So it. here goes. And I've never so liked him as a I always got well. It's not that I didn't like him. I got tired of hearing about him. But I like I like Tampa Tom. I love Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom was the best. Now here goes the real question. Because there for a little bit, I do think we were just like tired of hearing about New England, and you would actively root against them. You can't mm-hmm. deny that. Do we start? When does that start with Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Now they still they have to everybody be, turn they, on Kansas City. Yeah, when is that going to happen? That already happened. You think so? Oh, oh yeah, I think so, they're I definitely think... like Patriots level. No, they're nowhere near as bad as it was for the Patriots because the Patriots it literally was the Patriots versus everybody. I think it they're almost was. there. They're almost there. I think. I think if they win this year, it's going to be a big time. All right. Somebody What's crazy else. is no. I don't like as as good as that team is. Nobody really expected them to get there just because of how. That team's not good. Their defense is really good, and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. So, yeah, their offense is struggled all season. Their team yeah, is not good. Their defense that's, is like tragically that, underrated. I feel it, like, yes, or, or yeah. not maybe not underrated, but under. They're good. No, that defense is good. That defense their is defense, really good. Their defense hung that game up in Baltimore. Their defense is the only reason why they're in the Super Bowl. That offense is yeah, tragically yeah. bad. Tragically yeah. bad. So it's like, just Mahomes, man, and Rashi Rice and Travis Pacheco Kelsey. a little bit, and now Travis Kelsey. You, Kelsey, you have, yeah, he had an incredible AFC Championship game. So I mean, they have parts, but they're not—they're not what they were supposed to be, or what they have been in the past. Hey, y'all, look at the chat real quick. But yeah, they're—they're they're definitely. Um, I think they're definitely like public enemy number one right now, though, in the league. But I mean, that's I just guess, me. I would say, well, yeah, I would say in the league right now, absolutely, just because just because of the frequency they've been to the Super Bowl, but yeah, like, four out of five, in the, or four out of the last five in the Super I Bowl. Just, I guess to me, I guess it just wouldn't. It's not quite the same yet, and it may never be because if you think about it, <clears throat> I really think just the, some of the players are more likable, especially like the star players and the coaches, especially like everybody loves Andy Reid. Yeah. And like dislike or like Patrick Mahomes, like he's on a bunch of like 
funny commercials and stuff like that and like borderline funny uh, well that's <laughs> it's okay so it's relative but you see what i'm saying like he's on a bunch of lighthearted commercials yeah and same same with travis kelsey and like a lot of these guys especially like travis kelsey too like as a, as a player people have always liked him he's like always been a big personality guy right you know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot. I like of him really until we're like, playing. Until we're playing against. But him. that's not what I'm talking. About. I'm just talking about like just from a personality standpoint, these guys are a lot more likable than than the Patriots. The, back than in the day? Patriots of old, absolutely. Well, what's weird is is I feel like Patrick's more of a national brand than Tom was. Like, like it. He's a lot more like on a lot more national commercials. He's on a lot more just. To everything like I well one I've never seen an Under Armour commercial I don't think ever in my life and that's what Tom wore Under Armour oh, really yeah so like there there that's a surprise to everybody Patrick Mahomes <laughs> I've seen in Adidas commercials I've seen Patrick Mahomes Adidas commercials I've seen Patrick Mahomes like pictures on the internet wearing a just specific like Adidas like. Uh, Man, that just reminded me of something flyers. I'll get to in a second. Like I've seen Patrick Mahomes in like national commercials, like like a, a campaign that's centered around him. I've never saw that with Tom Brady. It's just yeah, I think I think that's Patrick. a little bit of the day and age it is right now, though. Well, a little Patrick, bit. Well, Tom Brady was in that day and age, and he oh, still was he wasn't. A, was he just above? <laughs> Do you feel like he's just above all that stuff, or he just not want to dedicate think, any time to it? I think that's kind of what made Tom Brady Tom Brady, though, was it just didn't make he didn't he might have felt he was a little bit above it until he got out of the league. Like when he got out of the league, he started doing subway commercials. Mm -hmm. When he got out of the league, he started doing Doritos commercials. Which the thing is, I can respect that to a certain degree because maybe he was just like, man, if I'm playing football, I want to focus on football. I don't care about this other stuff. He had his own he had his own brand and all that stuff, and maybe he just wanted to. Has his own production focus, company. Focus, maybe, yeah, maybe he just wanted to focus on his own shit, maybe, and that's respectable. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like at the same time, we'll focus I think, on these seven Super Bowls. <laughs> I think Patrick Mahomes has shown that you know he's he's able to do both, and maybe he's not growing his personal brand as much as Tom Brady tried and ultimately failed because the TV twelve studios have all shut down. I mean, nothing he's done really on his own has been successful. I mean, you can talk about his production company. It hasn't done anything. It did 80 for Brady, which was nobody saw <laughs> like, and they make hype videos for him. That's, that's the extent of it. So like, when, when, could you imagine I, being that guy to where you have a production studio? 90, 99%. So you can have the highest quality hype videos of yourself possible. Well, I mean, that's a tax write-off because you're always I know, but money. like, but imagine like even having something like that in existence for yourself. Well, people do. People have social media teams just to pull clips and to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is like a full-on production deal. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. That's just wild to me. Like, I'm going to have to look up to see if they do other things. If they're like, like this, actually involved with TV or movies that we just don't even know about, yeah, it's true because it's really easy to kind of connect yourself to TV, like to stuff and not even realize it, like they were a part of it. I don't see, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, he's, I don't think. Now that's just me thinking he would be a part of anything big, but like I said, you never know who's attached to what until you really get into the the nitty gritty of it. It's kind of like when people get gold and plaque albums, platinum albums, like you did one production thing and you get a gold album just because you worked on it a little bit. I mean, yeah. That's what we call piggybacking. There you go. And Hey, (laughs) pig, Hey, they get awards too. There's no, there's no shame in it. You get a paycheck and you get an award. Go do your thing. Um, I feel like, I don't know. It's it one thing I have think that that Patrick Mahomes has gotten that Tom Brady used to get is the benefit of the doubt, meaning that Patrick Mahomes has already won the Super Bowl and the 49ers have to go out there and beat him. Yeah. 
Like it's, he's, it's, at, he's it, at that he's at that point for sure. Well, I mean, a lot he's of people. At that point. For, most yeah, people, yeah. almost everybody's going to agree that San Francisco is the better team. Yeah, I would say most people feel that way. But then you look at the other side, and you're like, but yeah, All right. but th- this dude just has a a habit of winning. So yeah. I found uh, the 199 productions that Tom Brady owns, and they're all pretty much Tom Brady. 80 for Brady, Man in the Arena, uh, The Tuck Rule, which was a 30 for 30, uh, and then In the Arena. Uh, so they have the In the Arena um, series, TV series, that credits uh, credits them. I don't know how many episodes of that that has, but I have seen that. But that's it. (laughs) Tom Brady owns a production studio exclusively for Tom Brady related content. Sounds like it. Hey, man. Like you said, if you got the money, you're you're going to do it. I guess you might as well do it the right way. They didn't produce that damn retirement video on the beach, though. (laughs) Oh, that thing was. <laughs> that was that rough. Was on a, that was on the iPhone 12. Damn. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, if you look at the 49ers, they are like a better team. You really have to go position by position to really find the who has what 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 players are better. But I mean, yeah. If you go dude off, 49ers have all the dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, there's no question talent about for talent. It. Yeah, a hundred percent. But like, but if you the look Chiefs at the, have Mahomes, if you look at the important part of it is, I think I really think the Chiefs' defensive line can play the run better than the Forty ers defensive line. That's just yeah, the truth. But their level, they they're going to need to because the level of running back that they have versus what the oh, Chiefs have. Uh, my guy, I don't know if you watch the uh, the Lions run all over. The 49ers, it doesn't take that much. That defensive line is so aggressive. You can run on them. And yeah. having having a running back like Patrio, like he's going to run hard and he's not going to run around you. In the fourth corner, in the fourth quarter, sorry, not corner. In the fourth quarter, you're going to be gassed. <laughs> Nick Bosa's already ran himself out of 27 run plays. Chase Young has been MIA. So, yeah. I mean, it's really just discipline. Fred Warner's going to have to work. Yeah, because he's going to have to deal with run, and he's going to have to deal with probably Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Even though I think they... I was hearing a little bit of like X's and O's talk. Um, even though the they have one... I, maybe their third safety that does their tight end work for the 49ers, but they play zone a lot. So they don't do a lot of man-to-man. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting on that side oh, of it. Travis Kelsey's going to... Kelsey's going to Kelsey's a very up. good like in I'm going to sit down in, in in between these zones here and get a ball. I'm going to find the soft spot and I'm going to catch yep. 27 passes. That's how but see that see that's what kills me is no one looks at the Tampa Bay game and how Tampa Bay beat them. Yeah. Given they had a secret weapon in Levante David who played out of his mind those that that playoff run. That playoff run, that Super Bowl he should have been MVP. I mean, just to be honest with you, the well, way man, he they could have. They had three guys on the defense. You probably could have said it was MVP. Him, uh, the other linebacker, and the uh, the Devin White end. did have a good game. Shaq yeah. Barrett had a good. Oh, the whole defense. Yeah, line Shaq had. Barrett. Yeah, but he like, had like three sacks, didn't he? Yeah, three or four I think sacks, he did. a fumble. They were just. Did he? And, didn't he have a sack, fumble, recovered for, and then he picked it up and took it for a touchdown? I don't think it was a defensive touchdown that game. There might have been. I don't think so, though. They beat the dog shit out of them, though. They beat them up. They beat them up real bad. And I have to. I still have to hear about. Well, they didn't have an offensive line. I'm sorry. You just played the so? team that's in front of you. They yeah. made it there. They made it there without an offensive line. So I don't want to hear it. Um, but like, like I don't know why people won't man up on Kelsey. You can. You don't. You can play man to man on these receivers. These receivers aren't going to kill you. Yeah. So I I don't I think that's just that's 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 bad that's one thing this offense as much as I just said they weren't a good offense that's one thing this offense can play against and that's a zone defense and they will shred you. I mean they've already yeah. shown. I'm 
that um that Baltimore game. Yes, that Baltimore defense did a great job at stopping them, but they also were like, they're not going to score on us, so we're just going to run the clock out and get out of here healthy. If I told you the people that scored in for Tampa Bay in that Super Bowl, y'all would be, y'all would be, y'all would be pretty. I know surprised. it's Gronk. Did Gronk have two? He had two touchdowns. Hold Antonio on, Brown had a t- oh shit. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Leonard Fournette had a touchdown too. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah, none of, that, none of that's surprising, though. No. I mean, no. It, you, you almost forget, like, Antonio Brown a little bit being oh, in that yeah. Super Bowl and catching a touchdown pass. We just won't, The only reason why we forgot about Antonio Brown is because we want to forget about him. Yeah. We want to. Brown. Yeah, he's just <clears throat> on another planet these days. Yeah, um, only person that scored for the Chiefs was Harrison Buckner, their, their kicker. <laughs> Three field goals. That's the bigger story. They didn't score a touchdown. Nope. And you know what's funny? I was like, as until until the Chiefs beat God. Tampa Bay in a Super Bowl, I am forever going to say the Chiefs never – like I will hold that stat up high. The Chiefs never scored on Tampa Bay. They never yep. scored a touchdown on Tampa Bay. Fournette had a pretty good game. Fournette had a great game. He had over 100 total yards, a touchdown – 16 carries for 89 yards rushing for 5.6 a carry. Oh, he was four, happy. four he was catches. Happy. I was happy to see that. That he was a monster that game. Oh, here he, we go. Here's the defense. Devin White had 12 total tackles. Yeah. Who had the sacks? Dominican Sue. Mm-hmm. He had a monster. And too. Shaq Barrett. He did. Cam- he, he really, here's really a, did. Here's a trivia question. Cam Gill, a half sack. Oh, and Dominican <laughs> Sue had a one and a half sack. Who? And Cam so, Gill had the other half for that. So, in other words, Sue had two sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Cam Gill just fell on top of him, probably. Right. Uh, right place, right yeah, time. Shaq Barrett. So, was, uh, so yeah. And, um, and Antoine Winfield Jr. and Devin White had interceptions. Yeah, do me a favor. Um, look at, go to the Chiefs' offensive stats. I have two people I want you to look up. Right. If I remember right, Travis Kelsey, did he have over 10? He had a bunch of catches. He just didn't 10 have catches, yards. 10 catches, 133 yards. Never mind. He had yards. I was wrong. <laughs> Fifteen. He had 15 targets. Tyreek Hill had seven catches for 73 yards. That That's crazy. That means Tyreek Hill was not running after he caught the football. Yeah, he got not 10 yards a catch. He caught it and got tackled. Yep. That's that just blows my well. And if you what's remember, what's crazy the, is is there were twenty six receptions for the Chiefs team total, and twenty six and Tyreek and Travis had seventeen of those. Yeah, the rest were just spread out to just everybody Rag-tag. else. <laughs> yeah, Clyde Edwards Elary was the next with two catches and twenty three yards. Mm-hmm. All right, it's crazy. All right, back to the back to the back to the game yeah. at hand. Present, yes. Back to the I, I, future. Like, we we will talk about Buccaneers Super Bowl anytime y'all want to. <laughs> I'm um, sure. You... Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. I, I think I think it, this sounds really old old thought and like not very creative. But the only way the 49ers win this game is by keeping the offense, the Chiefs' offense, off the field. Yeah. They have they have to have they have to win time of possession by a lot. By a lot. Yeah, and I think uh Purdy's gonna have to play perfect. If he turns the ball over, it's over. He's been playing yeah. really well. I mean, in the playoffs, I man, he's been playing really well. Like I was he, actually surprised. He's been playing like that's it's always a tell of two halves with him. Yeah. That Detroit the game, always better. Yeah, and that's what you want. You want a better set if you're if your defense can keep you in the game, you want a better second half. You want to take yeah. over that second half. For sure. But these Chiefs cornerbacks, they they know how to get away with stuff, man. They know how to pass interference and not get in trouble for it. So Yeah. Look look for look for that. They they are they are creative. I'll put it to you that way. Well, they got a de- good defensive coordinator who, if Andy Reid retires after this Super Bowl, I could totally see him being the head coach. Steve Spagnuolo. Yeah, Nolo. but he didn't, he didn't. His first, he unless he changed a lot, his first head coaching position, he did not. He did not do good. 
No, um, but he didn't have Patrick Mahomes and a pretty good defense either. A young defense at that. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, if Andy I, retires, I mean, God, there are going to be people lining up to be that head coach. Including Eric Bieniemy, who apparently... Oh, apparently, man, he just he, fell off the face of the earth all of a sudden. He ain't I don't think he has a job now. He doesn't. He got... Because um, the Panthers said, we're good. Or was it, no, well, the Commanders. They they yeah, hired uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were like, we don't need your services. I think, I think we, he's, we not, have, he's not getting the Chiefs head coaching job. I think if, we have found ways. out. I think we have found out that maybe Eric Bieniemy may be one of those undercover assholes. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the thing. Everybody's I mean, like, how how does he apply for these jobs, get interviews, and he gets none of them? None of I them. I mean, and that's like, where people say the Rooney rule, and, and it's unfair to him. Well, I think also the but you're right. Chiefs, we, we're never we're not in on those interviews. We the don't Chiefs know what also saying. Chiefs have also asked him probably like thanks. We appreciate your services. Don't come back. I mean, not <laughs> their offense is better with him there though. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Well, they also had Tyree Kill with him there. So I that's, mean, <laughs> that's true. But also there was. But also like if you think about it, at the end of the day, the results have been the same. Yeah, I mean they're in the Super Bowl, and that's what that's what really matters. Is like so. I, I think they just, they, just that, did it, they just did it a different way, but they still did it. So last season um, that he was there, him and Patrick got into it a couple times on the sideline, and I think I think <clears> he just kind of wore wore everybody thin with whatever. I mean, and, yeah, if that's you can't do that. Uh, that's but, where. You know, you know they, sometimes the quarterback gets bigger than the position coach, and you're just going to have to ride that wave. Well, I think they decided they did it smartly. They were like, hey, you need to go find another position. You need to go find another coordinator job. And, you know, he did. I, I'll give him credit. He did a decent job with the commanders. Yeah, Washington had offense. No, right. I mean, they were, I think, third, third or fourth total offense, I mean, believe it or not. They, <laughs> they weren't the worst offense in the NFL. There was plenty they were of definitely other in those. the top five, but in total offense, just didn't win a damn game. But he wasn't just, just the he wasn't just the offensive coordinator, wasn't he? Like assistant head coach as well, yep. or something like that. Yeah, and quarterback. I think he was over. He was quarterback coach to an extent too. So that's so what he I'm was saying. Really like if, over. You a, if you get a role like that, and they basically tell you to walk, well, and he got like, no interviews. Yeah, no, this, this, like, this nobody. Yeah, that, that was thing that surprised me. Is like even for that team, that I feel like that speaks volumes. Honestly, I agree. Is if you're in I a think, position like that and you don't even get an interview with that team when everybody thought you were going to be the heir apparent, like yeah, kind of it kind of it, it kind of speaks for itself. But it's like that's the thing we don't know enough about the situation, like. It seemed like um, Ron never Rivera will. tried to like allude to certain things at one point, and everybody thought he was just being salty or <laughs> or trying to, you know, what I'm saying, or trying to or trying to set him up or something. Yeah, as the fall guy when stuff didn't work out, but like maybe it's just more truth to it than we knew, or than we than we knew. And like the interviews, we don't know the questions or the answers in the interviews. Like, yeah, I mean. A lot of that stuff we'll never know. We know. I did. Speaking know. of Ron Rivera, isn't he uh, in the mix for the the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys? Yeah, which I think will fit him better. I think he needs to kind of slide back into D, uh, D coordinator. He was a really, really good defensive coordinator. I don't know if people remember that or not. I think they reached out to Mike Rabel too, or, or maybe he <laughs> reached out to them or something. There was some kind of story I seen about a connection there too. He ain't taking well, no coordinator job. I don't know. He ain't got no job right now. I mean, even though he's getting paid probably $6 million to do nothing right now. I mean, yeah, but- I'll say this. I think the best, I know we're getting away from the Super Bowl, but the best coordinator <laughs> hire, I, I, I'm hyped up about this Arthur Smith for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. I think that is, he is what they want to do. Yeah, and he's, he. <laughs> With him working with uh, Mike Tomlin, I think I think it's good because I think, I mean, I think he fits that mold. You know what I mean? Like I oh, feel yeah. like he was maybe too rough around the edges for the Falcons. 
Like at least they're 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 coaching. I mean, not they're coaching, but they're you know hired their their front office and and ownership. It's just too much uh, of you know well a I rough around the edges. And with, I think he'll fit well in Pittsburgh. With with like I, I, like I think ownership probably was uneasy around Arthur Smith because money doesn't intimidate him. Oh, definitely not. And a lot of these owners. Like and I and I believe, like the report coming out about Vrabel is, a lot of the owners were intimidated by him. Yeah, and I and I think that rings true. I think the owners, to an extent, want to have that intimidation level over the coaches. Yeah, it, does, it certainly seems that way. And and somebody like Vrabel is going to be like, <laughs> he's going to laugh at you, and yeah. if you're going to be like, hey. Uh, you need to simmer it down, and he's like, "I'm me." <laughs> you well, know, the, the big, well, the big I, part of those, the big part of those, uh, those types of roles is what control. Yeah, and if you don't feel like you have ultimate control yeah. in those situations, you're it, it takes all the power out of your hands because, like, like you said, Arthur Smith, dude's been around money forever. You're not going to intimidate dude with money. Well, you're not going to you know intimidate I mean? if you're if you just because you're rich. You're not going to intimidate him. That's that's what I'm he, saying. Like and he yeah, stated several that's, times, that's, like yeah, he's a part of him. Right, he's a part. He's he said a bunch of times, like he's a part of the FedEx thing, but he doesn't want that to define him. That he loves coaching football and no, we well, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's not what we're yeah. talking about. We're just saying. I know, yeah, I know, like, I know. A rich, yeah, but so another rich dude is not. Gonna I just want to add context up. to him. Well, so it's like yeah, so some rich dude is not going to be able to run up on him and be like, <sighs> "I got more money. You're going to do what I say." He's like, "Aha, yeah, no, I'm not." <laughs> and same, yeah. same thing with with Vrabel is like yeah dude is like aside from him being physically imposing and being an ex football player like his his mindset is that of I'm I'm actually the one in control I don't yeah. give a shit what your job title says like he's one of those like people there's not and I don't see there's not actually that many people that I look at and I think oh that's who that is like if you look up the if you look up the definition of alpha male and a picture of people who think they're an alpha male like that's Vrabel's mindset he's never gonna say that out loud but when he walks (laughs) in a room everybody just kind of holds their dick and goes who is that well it's not just that but the way he carries himself the way he talks the way his you know his mannerisms are like he's definitely yeah he's definitely that yeah, like he's going to, I don't care who you are, he's going to command attention to a certain extent. And like the stories I heard about him here in Carolina when he came for his interview is very much the owner was like, I can't, I can't bully this guy. Oh, fuck yeah. You, that or, or, ass or, owner. I can't, or, or I can't let this guy bully me. <laughs> exactly. So like, I'm we're talking him, about like. The owner, y'all do know the owner of the Panthers has a brass testicle statue on his desk, <laughs> right? He thinks y'all, he's an alpha male, but he's he's not. the guy. He's the guy that thinks he's an alpha male. But yeah, I was going to say the dude who has to have that on his desk. <laughs> that's probably, that's not probably alpha. probably doesn't have probably doesn't have them. Right? Yeah, he exactly. wants everybody. So, like, he wants everybody to think he has them. So he that's yeah. Now, now but there now, was if he actually. Dipped his nuts in bronze to make that. <laughs> I'd respect that dude's it. got bronze balls. I respect. Like that. had his had they, his balls cast and then yeah yeah yeah. 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 But if it's Mom not a one on one, if it's not a one to one recreation, yeah, get then the fuck he ain't out about here. that life. Yeah, yeah he ain't yeah. about that life. You no, know, like the the story that it really it just it's wild. Now I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently he met with Rabel and was like, no. Not in the sense of, no, he's going to do a horrible job, but in the sense of, I can't have that walking around here with me. <laughs> and just, like, he, like, Vrabel was still in the building when he made the phone call and was like, I can't have that guy here. I, I wonder if have, he was the, uh, the, I wonder, well, I wonder who this mysterious GM was that was like talking about it to Diana Rossini at the Senior Bowl. It was probably. It, it makes it, it makes sense that it might be the Panthers. It's either the Panthers or the Falcons, but like I, I don't know because the Panthers GM is um, the former player. Didn't he? Didn't he just get hired? Because they they yeah. cleaned house, right? Yeah. yeah, but they cleaned house in a dirty way. But like of the head they. coach, 
the head coach they hired is very much yes he was a he was a really good offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay I'm not gonna say he wasn't but oh like yeah the, yeah the more I'm learning about this guy the more I'm like this guy is just fucking putty. Could you imagine though? Like, that's how the league is right now. They want those, like, you know, modern day coach. Nobody's going to be. Did you, dude? Picture, picture trying to get Vrabel to go to like a, uh, like a business dinner and you're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to meet up and have this, this meeting at like Ruth's Chris or something. And he's like, nah, bro, we're going to Olive Garden. They got the never ending pasta bowl (laughs) right now. And you're talking shop, right? And he's looking at you dead in your eyes the entire time, just eating bowl after bowl of pasta. Just to, just to prove a point. He just to prove a point. He's like, we'll start when I'm done. And he's yeah. just sitting there. He's just going down to me. I mean, y'all seen, y'all <laughs> seen him on hard knocks. Y'all seen him on hard knocks, right? When the Texans, when he was a linebacker's coach. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Y'all got to watch some clips from there. He, to me, he's definitely chilled out since then because I feel like a linebacker coach versus a head coach, you got to be a little bit more political. But, um, yeah, y'all need to go watch some clips from that. But like the thing about Vrabel, uh, you know, because he 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 doesn't even try to be that way. It's just him. Yeah, like he's just he's just the true that true alpha because he's not like trying to do anything. He's not even trying to like bully. He's just right. it just automatically commands that presence. Right, and and, and, a, and to an extent, it's like I lived that life. I was a champion. Yeah. I went to the top of the mountain and then I took a paycheck, <laughs> which yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, he was probably the best one out of that linebacker core for the Patriots. And then I don't know, went, man, that, that, that defense, you talking about stack defenses, that I said, Patriots I said, defense. I said linebacker. He was better than Brewski ever was or ever dreamed of being. Well, they had, um, man, we we'll had to, uh, I feel like they had a hall of fame linebacker, not yeah. Brewski. Vrabel. Vrabel. All right, now I'll look it up. There's somebody I'm missing on there that, but uh, yeah, I mean, don't, and don't don't come with the outside linebackers that are really defensive ends. I mean, <laughs> what do you think Vrabel is? <laughs> he wasn't a defensive end. He could have been. Played, he played the ball. No, he played um, linebacker, dude. I'll I'll find it, but anyways, um. I guess to, to circle back to the Super Bowl again, the current Super Bowl. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, we might as well just go on and put it out there. Who are we taking? It's basically Kansas, money Kansas line City. at this point. Yeah, I, like it's one of those things. Just I'm a, I'm gonna pick them until they give me a reason not to. Yeah, I'm going like I'll probably bet Kansas City money line, and I'll probably do some like Travis Kelsey bets, and maybe and probably do something with the wide receiver, like we were talking about. I'll, I'll do a couple of like little little prop bets, but yeah, Kansas City money line. It's not, and it's not me saying I want them to win. I just feel like it's just gonna fucking happen somehow. Like their defense <laughs> is good enough, and Patrick Mahomes is good enough. On his mm-hmm. own to make that yeah. shit happen. I mean, I, it's, it's, who do you guys like, Baltimore, Baltimore was one of the better teams the entire year, and they beat them with what they have on the field right now. I think they can beat anybody. So it's like, yeah, it just happens with him. Like, and the thing is, too, with Purdy, it's like, you know, a lot of it lands on him, too, is like the experience isn't there. There's, there's, it's not that there's a lot of pressure on him, but it's like it's got to be tough being yeah. that being that guy, and especially with everything that everybody says, is like it's like the opposite of Mahomes. You know, it's like his 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 supporting cast is making him better, whereas like it's the opposite for Mahomes. Yeah, but so, Mahomes is the best there is right, right. now. So it's 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 tough being in that situation. So I got the Niners, man. I got the Niners. I'm rooting I, for them. I'm I'm thinking they're going to pull it off. And I can see like there's nothing wrong with that pick. It's just 
I don't know, man. I'm just. It's just not going to happen. But it's not. A bad I just want. Pick. I just want. I. I want to. <laughs> it's. It's like I'm going to bet with my head and I'm a hope with my heart. <laughs> I don't want to see a dynasty. I don't. I don't. I, it's not my team winning it, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> cool. Would, That's awesome. Patrick Mahomes is just as good as Tom Brady. Whatever. That doesn't mean crap to me. <laughs> At the end of the day, who gives a shit? I'm sorry. The whole, like, honestly, the whole dynasty thing is more boring to me than anything. Like, I want to see different oh, teams don't, in this uh, world. No, if it was your team winning a dynasty, you would care. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, if it was the Saints it, and, they, and they had a shot at a dynasty, you would be but all over guess it. What? But guess what? It's not, so it's boring. It's not. So, like, <laughs> there's a thing to root against. I don't want the Chiefs to celebrate this if I can't have it. I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are never going to be a dynasty. But so why would, okay, be, so, why would I be? Why would I be happy about anybody else be, right, having exactly. that success? So that's so that's it. Let me, let me so let me walk it back. So it's like it's one of those things. Like okay, if my team can't be a dynasty, the next best thing for me is different teams playing in the Super Bowl every year. There you go. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like how you worded that. Because the first one's not going to happen. Like there's, there's always going to be, and we say this, like, like, me, there's not going to be a dynasty again, like this and blah blah blah. And then here the fuck it is. So after like, the I'll, Chiefs, after the Chiefs, we're going to say the same thing, and who knows what's going to happen after that. Like, so like, I'll put you, I'll put you, I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll spin it. I'll make this story about me. This college football season coming up, I fully expect Georgia to play for a national championship. There that's you go. our di- that's our dynasty. Yeah, I would expect it too. I mean, so like like that is something I will act like all season long. I will be living on every play. Like that's what the Chiefs fans and I don't know if they realize that or not. If they don't win this year, you're out of a lot of conversations. Yeah. If you can't win, like if you can't dynasty some sometime in your Super Bowl run, which you'll go on a bunch of Super Bowl runs, if you can't do that, you're not going to be talked about in the same breath as the 49ers, as the Patriots. Hell, you may not, you may not even be talked about in the same breath as the Cowboys Ugh. if you can't string a dynasty together. Yeah. That's it's hard to do, but what is it? 3 in 5 years and you're considered a dynasty? So they got two shots at it. Yeah, along those lines. Yeah. So I, I like bet with my head, hope with my heart. I hope the 49ers beat them. I hope they blow them out. I hope they <laughs> hang a hundred points on them. I really think the Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs somehow manage. Somehow they manage. That's what they've been doing. But there's only yeah. one surefire way to beat the Chiefs, and Tampa Bay showed you. You have to hit Patrick Mahomes. You can't let him escape. You have to hit him. That's a, that's a tough task. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to hit him. And not only him. hit him, but make sure that he stays. Down. He's not making those plays, even though he's. This seems like this play is dead, and he makes some kind of throw, and you're like, "How did that happen?" <laughs> oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. That's yeah. how it happened. Dude, it's, magic. In, it's insane. That's why I'll, I'll never until until they give me a reason. It's like the old saying used to be: you don't get rich betting against Alabama. Yeah, I man, it's it's the truth, and it's the yeah. same with the Chiefs. Somehow yeah. they win, <laughs> even when they're yep. not supposed to. By the way, the outside <laughs> linebacker on the other side of Mike Vrabel was Willie McGinnis. Again, he was a defensive end. He was there, not an outside. No, so I knew you were going to say that. I looked so, up his height, so, weight, and is about the same as Vrabel. So I'm going to tell you what the real <laughs> linebackers were on the first Patriots Super Bowl team. It was Mike Vrabel was left linebacker, middle linebacker was Teddy Bruschi, and right linebacker was Roman Pfeiffer. Yeah. So who was the best one big, out of that bunch, Richard? Big Fife. All right, so let's go to the second Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roman Pfeiffer's the inside linebacker on that one. And so was Mike Vrabel. No, he was outside linebacker. No, he was left inside linebacker. I just looked at the roster. I'm looking at it right now. I know. I looked at the Super Bowl roster. It said Mike Vrabel, Ted Bruschi. It's a 3-4 defense, Richard. There's yeah, three he's an outside linebacker. No, he's not. He's inside. Mike Vrabel? Yes, he was an inside linebacker. 
Promise you he's not, but okay. I mean, that's what they had him on the, on the official roster, on the thing. They had him. Okay. I can't believe in that. Him and him and Willie McGinnis were, were in two were, Super Bowls outside were out, linebackers. Were outside linebacker. He was an outside linebacker for the second Super Bowl. And the third Super Bowl too. Was it the third? So you didn't look at the first? I did look at the first. Willie McGinnis wasn't on the roster then. So or he was just, he was a backup. So you're just gonna pretend you didn't see it? I'm gonna you're so the, gonna, the base of this whole conversation so is that just, Willie McGinnis was a better linebacker than outside linebacker than Mike Rabel. <laughs> Yeah, outside linebacker isn't a linebacker position. How is it? And, the and word linebacker is in the actual name. What do you mean he's not a linebacker? Because Willie McGinnis never dropped back in coverage, Richard. He was rushed the quarterback. It's okay, like Shaq he's still Barrett's outside linebacker. Shaq Barrett's considered an outside linebacker, and he doesn't drop back in coverage. Oh, Mike Rabel is a rusher, too, so I don't know what we're doing here. Sure, he's known for rushing the quarterback. He's, I mean, I can look up his career sacks. Okay. I think it's like somewhere around 50. 50 career sacks? I think something like that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Not sure, but I think it's something like that. Oh, 57. That's crazy. That is crazy. But you did leave out he was a middle linebacker in the first He wasn't a middle linebacker. He was outside <laughs> linebacker his whole career. But why he played middle linebacker in his first Super Bowl? I don't think he did, but we can move on. <laughs> okay. Well, what else we got? <laughs> Is uh, anybody want to think of final score for the Super Bowl? Well, isn't it already pretty determined already? Yeah, I guess so. Some shit. And uh, by the way, the uh, conspiracy is back on now. So I oh, sent the not. graphic out. It's not. That graphic didn't count. <laughs> With uh, the Taylor Swift as the uh, dress as the purple in the Super Bowl logo. 24-17. That's what it is. Chiefs. 20, 24-17 Chiefs. Yeah, something like that. And then Travis Kelsey's going to propose at the 50-yard line. Oh, yeah. That's the other part. And Andy Reid's retiring. Yeah, Andy Reid's going to retire. Yeah. All that shit. All that's going to happen. <clears throat> Book it. It's already happened. <laughs> Put that out. <laughs> Put it's on wax. Happened. Oh, yeah. Any, uh, anybody excited about Usher at halftime? No. Nah, no. Dude, who gives a fuck about I... halftime show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. Ex- I've never been excited for a halftime show ever. I've been curious about the halftime shows. The one like with like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and all of them. Like I was curious to see what that was going to be like at their, you know, ripe age. And it actually ended up being pretty good, you know. But I mean, it's not like something I would pay to see. But it was yeah. cool. Like it was cool. But like I don't look forward. I don't can't say I've ever looked forward to any Super Bowl halftime show. Ever? And I'm not saying none of them have been good, but like I haven't really, really been that. Not like, even uh, two years ago when it was Snoop and that whole crew. I just, I just said that was. The, I mean, that was the only one I was interested in. <laughs> but but Rich, you weren't excited but, about. No, but, but I wasn't like hyped about watching it. No. <laughs> okay. But Kenny, what about the Snoop one? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. No, like that one, I was like that. That was like the, the one. That, that was one that I was like, all right, I will actually stay in the room while the super while the halftime shows on to watch. That's about as far yeah. as I'll go. Most of the rest of them, like as soon as the halftime show comes on, like what the I fuck are easily, we talking about? No one out. cared. Who cares about the halftime show? What the fuck is I'll this? You, I'll tell you who cares. <laughs> People who Richard, don't care apparently. about the actual game. Richard, apparently. Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. The people <laughs> I just asked watched, the question. The people just who asked. Are watching, like, no, the people, no, that's the thing. People who are watching the Super Bowl just because just because they... Commercials the and halftime to, show. Yeah, and just because it's the thing to do and not because they're football fans. Like, those are the people that are excited about the halftime show. No, the people dude, who are watching, I'm just like... 
with their significant others when they can care less about the football game. That's 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 yeah. who that's for. Not for this halftime show is not for football fans. You know what I care about is how high George Kittle will be if they win the Super Bowl. And yeah, I, I like I'm with Richard on that. I like Kittle, man. Hey, like, we're back. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. I like that Kittle. I like I that Kittle spin. I, I, you know what? I might have to change a, my pick. That's I, a feel. That's a feel good story. But that's the, but that, that's the thing. You don't change the pick because of that. You change the, yeah, the pick. The pick, is the, the pick is the logical decision. <sighs> Would I rather George Kittle win his Super Bowl? Yeah. Absolutely. And Christian McCaffrey. No, I don't oh, yeah, care dude. too much about. Yeah, right. I think that would McCaffrey. be cool too. Kittle. I like, I think, just because I'm a big Kittle fan, like I think he's one of those. And I'll say this: I'll give him credit. He's one of those athletes that moves to Nashville that really, like, gets how Nashville works. He's not one you. of those guys that's just kind of like, oh, he's you got to so, go to Broadway, you got to so go to. But he's just man. down to earth. Yeah, nice guy. Like, uh, like I've heard people talk about his dad. He's just the family's just nice. So I uh, I actually met him at uh, two years ago at the Nashville Super Speedway for the uh, NASCAR race. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice Just guy. Cool. Just hanging out, t- talking to people, signing autographs, taking pictures. Just being a dude. I like, like that. Like he, he's I'm not. Like- he didn't. He was wearing like just regular ass clothes. I think he had a NASCAR t shirt on and was like, like if you didn't really really notice him. Cause he's not he's not huge or anything. Like he's tall. He's a little tall. He is he's, cut like a like he is. But he but you wouldn't you don't immediately think NFL like player. if you don't know who him who he is at all. Right. He could he could pass as kind of just a bigger normal dude that's in shape. Oh, I remember because he's a um, he's he's a really big part of my take guy. And they talk about when they went to go interview. I forgot what offensive lineman they went to go interview. And. It ended up being like three guys from the offensive line they interviewed at once. And after the interview was over, they're like, hey, we got this tight end out here who's a really big fan of y'all. Can y'all just kind (laughs) of say hi to him? And they're like, yeah, I guess. And they went out there and they're like, George Kittle was literally like fangirling out. Oh, (laughs) man. And they were like, hey, man, yeah, nice to meet you. Where are you from? Iowa. Yeah, they got a lot of tight ends. All right, man, take it easy. And like <laughs> he had sent them, like a high school football jersey. Was this like before a, he was in the league? This no, this is well. He sent them the jersey when he was in college, like right before he got oh, drafted. Okay. And then like they were like this whole time we'd never realized that George Kittle was that guy. So like they have all <laughs> this high school memorabilia from of George Kittle. Yeah, and like he probably worth some money now. Well, they did an interview with him. He's like, yeah, can I have that jersey back? <laughs> Talking about his high school jersey. He's like, I'd like to have that back. And they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it hung up in their first podcast studio for like three years. And they were just kind of like, <laughs> no real clue. Some, some kid's high school jersey. Some kid named Kittle. And then he ended up being one of the best tight ends and like is on their show quite a bit. It's just, it's funny how that worked Man, out. And that clip of him in the NFC championship of him just destroying, uh, was it, uh, oh, the guy from dude. Michigan? The, yeah. That's really Hutchinson. good defensive end. Yeah. Hutchinson. That, but that like, was a clip. It was like Hutchinson knew what was happening the whole time. Cause he was laughing too. He's like, there's nothing like when Kittle gets his hands on you, there's nothing. He's one of the best blocking tight ends to ever play football. Yeah. He's one of the rare guys that takes an offensive lineman mindset. Into yeah. his position, and then if he needs to, he can go catch a ball for forty yards. Yeah, and break some tackles. And, I've uh, never seen that's win another, me a fantasy football Super Bowl. I'll give him. I'll, I'll say this about him, and then yeah, it's time to go. Um, <laughs> I've never seen someone smile and laugh so much while running with a football in their hands. He has a it's lot halfway of fun. crazy. He has a lot. He has a lot of fun <laughs> when he plays football. Yeah, Dude, he really does. The shit yeah. that he does, like they always catch him doing the craziest stuff. And like he, I think he just—he's like a big kid. Like he just has a shit ton of fun. Wow, out boy! There. Good for him. Good for him. All right, guys. Good show. Drama. Drama um, was always fun, especially when you don't know how good how good of a pass rusher Mark Mike Vrabel was. Apparently, he had thirteen sacks one season. <laughs> no, that was, that was that was Mark Vrabel. That was Mark Vrabel. Mark Vrabel. Mark Vrabel. Thirteen, Richard. He had thirteen one season. Yeah. 
That's he's ridiculous. Good. That was, I mean, he's, he's pretty good. No, yeah, he's pretty good. I didn't know he was a Steeler either, so that's interesting. And a Chief. That's who paid him a lot of money. The Chiefs. Uh, I think they traded him to the Chiefs. Yeah, and then he uh, so, he had like it was a long story, but it's it's boring. I think he had one. Some year people left are on saying that he may uh, may head, be the head coach of the Chiefs next year if Andy Reid retires too. Oh, some I people, some people saying oh, you're going to get me into theories. I got to get out of some here. Some people saying I got to go. I don't, streets are talking. I don't hate it. Streets I don't hate it. Streets are talking. Denny, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Oh my. That's why he's holding out. Thank y'all for listening. Because him and Andy Reid are tight. I got holding go, out. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> I got to bottle this tape. <laughs> Damn. Thank y'all for listening to the show. I was about to say, he's got the stop button, so I don't know yeah, where he's no, going. I'm ending this. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> turn in next week. Turn in next week. Yeah, turn in next week. Or... That's it. Click next up. next week we have, after Super Bowl talk. Ooh, cliffhanger. We And we'll have, talk about Vrabel as the head coach want, of the Chiefs. I want six, six hot six. takes going into next season. Oh. So I, I you. want you to come up with some of the most... <laughs> I don't know what that was, but come up with just, I, I don't care how crazy it is. Say it. Okay. I, I don't, if you. We need to put that mm-hmm. in the notes. We need to get yes. better at doing that again. Put it in the or, notes. Next I'll week, put in notes. Six, six hot takes going six. into the next season. I would, we chill. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. You're going to give yourself an aneurysm. No, I'm good. Okay, good. All right, guys. Y'all take it easy. Hot cakes. Okay. Hot Hot cakes. cakes. Oh, my God.